Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. As you might have guessed from the title, this week's episode is a collection of mamas. This idea actually spun out of a listener's request, for which I am super grateful. I love getting to research new ideas. I mean, that is the whole point of the show, after all. But having it come from a listener means a little bit more. Stay tuned to the end to find out how you can send a mama request, and it's very well possible it will end up on the show. So thanks to this suggestion from Marianne, we have a killer episode ahead. While researching her topic of choice, I discovered many female spirits with a similar background. So, naturally, I thought it would be appropriate to bring them all together on Mamas. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topics are Jenny Greenteeth, River Mama, and the Wasulki. Diving into our first Mama, Jenny Greenteeth's origin is rooted in English folklore. Described as a river hag or water fairy, this creature lived deep within the depths of a body of water. There were many variations of her name around the Lancashire, Cheshire, and Shropshire areas of England, including Ginny Greenteeth, Jeannie Greenteeth, Wicked Jenny, and the simple Peg O'Nell. It is believed that her legend was created to frighten children away from water to prevent drownings. Keeping this in mind, Jenny desired to pull any kids, and even the elderly, down into the depths of her watery home if they ventured too close. With her unnatural green skin, Jenny's looks were accompanied by long, wild hair, as well as a set of sharp teeth. It is safe to assume that this imagery was enough to ensure children adhered to the strict no-water rule. To this day, pondweed, a substance found floating on top of still bodies of water, is referred to as Jenny Greenteeth's wild hair. This dark but playful myth points to the idea that her legend remains unforgotten. Steering away from a gruesome-looking hag, Jamaica's River Mama paints a more pleasant but still very dangerous picture. Jamaican folklore believes that water is a female element, so naturally a female spirit would inhabit the waves. This water creature protected her river home while often being spotted combing her long, black hair with a golden comb. Usually seen midday, River Mama was known to disappear once approached by a visitor. It was also vital that if one spotted River Mama, they did not make direct eye contact with this being. Hypnotized while connected to her gaze, the visitor would immediately find themselves walking towards a watery grave. River Mama's presence actually originated from a legend depicting her ability to punish the greedy. When the Spaniards departed from Jamaica, they left behind a number of riches amongst which was a table made of solid gold. 
This item came into the possession of River Mama, and she often used it to test humans that desired wealth. At noon on the hottest day, the table would rise from the depths of a river to present itself to those passing by. Once the golden creation caught a person's eye, they would become obsessed with possessing it. As they entered the water, waves would overcome them, dragging them down to its depths, never to be seen again. Like River Mama, the Rusalki of Slavic folklore were often depicted as beautiful women luring victims into their home. Known as water nymphs, their name has also sometimes been translated to mermaids. Pagan tribes created these spirits and linked them with fertility. In fact, it wasn't until the 19th century that these beings were seen as evil. Originally, Rusalki were living beings that emerged from lakes and rivers in the spring to water the surrounding fields, bringing forth bountiful crops. Once the 19th century rolled around, however, they became dangerous creatures that were no longer alive. In northern Russia, they were often depicted as ugly, wicked, naked women. Most other surrounding countries, specifically those attached to the Danube River, describe these women as extraordinarily beautiful. Similar to the Japanese yurei or yokai that we've covered in the past, the rusalki were the result of a woman dying from unnatural causes. This could either be suicide by drowning due to an unhappy love life, or being violently drowned against their will, usually after revealing an unwanted pregnancy. These beings didn't necessarily result from a death via water, they could also be born from a woman dying near the location of a body of water. Unlike the Japanese spirits mentioned, Rusalki were not doomed to live in this form for all of eternity. Each being had a designated time left on Earth, and after it was up, they were to move on to a higher plane. Their sentence could also be lifted early if their untimely death was avenged. During their time on Earth, however, the Rusalki had one purpose, to lure men into their home. Seduced by either their looks or their enticing voices, men would enter bodies of water under the Rusalki spell. Once surrounded by waves, these spirits tangled their feet using their long red hair as binds and would fully submerge their victims. Another tactic used by the Rusalki to ensure these men would not be able to escape was the ability to make their bodies slippery. This prevented victims from using their captives as leverage to make it back to the surface. In some tales, the Rusalki could not completely stand outside a body of water. In others, they were seen sitting on docks, combing their hair, usually only being able to do so at a specific time during the summer. Rusalki Week, celebrated in early June, was a time where these water nymphs would be spotted playing in willow or birch trees, as well as dancing in fields near their home. It was during this time that swimming was absolutely prohibited, believing that these creatures would be even stronger than usual.
This tradition was kept up until the 1930s, where, at the end of the week, a ritual burial would be performed, banishing the Rasulki back to their watery home. All of these creatures, whether they were born with evil intentions, punishing the greedy, or avenging their death, taught a deadly lesson to be wary of the water. On that note, let's conclude this episode. Like our listener-inspired episode today, if you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life or for another way to send a suggestion, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, it would really help out the show and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas. <laughs>